Welcome to the Worshipped Woman Podcast. I am your host, Kelly Kristen. I am a life and relationship coach, deep healing facilitator, and subconscious change expert. On this podcast, we will dive deep into personal growth, transformation, and relationships, releasing patterns of toxicity, codependency, and people-pleasing as we explore what it means to be the worshipped woman. If you are ready to heal, embody your worth, and raise your standards in life and love, you are in the right place. I am so happy to have you here. Now, let's get started. sisters welcome back to the worshiped woman podcast i am so so excited that you are here i'm so excited for today's episode but before we get into it i do want to make a couple of announcements about what is going on in the kelly Kristen worshiped woman world because it is very 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 exciting if i don't say so myself so if you are ready to heal from toxic relationships and I mean really heal, like stop all of the repetitive thoughts and the what went wrong and and living in the world of just getting information, 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 and you want to actually start transforming yourself into becoming the woman you want to be, then you're going to want to sign up for my brand new free three-day toxic relationship recovery masterclass. I am really going to give you a thorough look at how your subconscious works, how it's created your relational reality, and how we can begin to shift that for you. We're also going to get into what I feel like is the most important aspects of recovering from a toxic relationship that I don't really see a lot of people talking about, uh, getting into how we actually need to utilize the body. I'm going to be talking about the biggest mistakes that people make and the most important thing that you need to do to be able to really leave all of this stuff in the past and become the woman you want to be. Get the love that you want. And that is ultimately what I want for each and every one of you. I want you to live an incredible life. I want you to experience so much love that you have to pinch yourself because you're like, wait a second, this is my life. This is what I was missing out on when I was dealing with all this bullshit. I want you to experience that. So I'm so, so very excited to invite you to that masterclass. It's totally free. It's going to be over three days. The first day uh, we're starting is June 6th, and it'll be three different days that whole week. Um, If you cannot make it live to the lives, there will be a recording of it. The recording will be available for a short time. It's not going to be something that's available forever, but if you want to get all the information, um, where it's going to be, the times that it's going to be, and of course, be able to have access to the replays of it, then you are going to want to register for that. And I will put a link in the show notes for you. I really cannot wait to uh, birth this out into the world. And I'm really, really excited to share today's episode with you because 
I think, um, so my guest is the beautiful Lindsay Rose, who is a manifestation coach. And she is absolutely such a light and incredible human. And she was in my most recent round of Heal, Rise, Thrive, which is my group program for women that want to heal from toxic relationships, rise into their personal power and become a woman who thrives. And on this podcast today, she's sharing with you her journey, not only through the program, but really her relational journey in her life. And I think it's going to be important for a lot of you to hear because sometimes, you know, you can have it together in so many different areas, like have a great career, make a lot of money, you know, whatever it is. And then you still really struggle in relationships. And I think that there's a lot of shame around that. And of course, you know, one of my biggest things is getting rid of the shame that we feel about things that have happened in our life or things that we've accepted, because there really is no reason to feel any shame. And all shame does is leave us in a lower vibrational state, therefore perpetuating more of it. And we do not want to do that. So I'm really, really excited for you to hear her story because I think that there's so there's going to be a lot of aha moments in here for you listening um, and a lot of just straight up relatability and I love how open and honest she is throughout this and of course she does talk about her experience in Heal, Rise, Thrive and what it was like to really finally be able to move through some of the things that she had been wanting to move through for so long and it's really her journey of tapping into just total queen energy ownership of herself and I am just so excited to share it with you. I'm excited that she was so brave to want to share this with you because I think um, oftentimes a lot of the work that I do, you know, it's very, very private and people don't necessarily want to come on to the podcast and talk about their relationships and all the things that they went through. Um, And I'm really, really grateful that Lindsay is so brave, so honest, so vulnerable. I think that it will be an invaluable listen for so many of you. And of course, if you are listening to this and you know what, you're like, Heal Rise Hive sounds awesome. I know I need it. It's for me. Go ahead and get yourself on the wait list. I'm going to be opening enrollment to this life-changing program very, very soon. And if you are on the wait list, you will have first dibs. This is a small intimate group program. There are not a lot of spaces and I'm very confident that this is going to sell out. So if you are interested, get yourself on the waitlist that is going to be in the show notes linked up for you. And without any further ado, here is Lindsay. Okay, everybody, I am so excited because I am sitting here with the wonderful, the fabulous, the beautiful Lindsay Rose. Lindsay, thank you so much for coming on to the Worship Woman podcast. And I would love if you could just share with the audience just a little bit about you, uh, what you do, and just a little background. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to be here. You know, I love you and I'm just excited to just connect and share all this magic and, you know, just help share my story and serve as many people as I can with with my story. Um, But yeah, a little bit about me. So I am a mindset and manifestation coach and expert. This is kind of like my my world, my magic. I've been obsessed with it for years. And so I teach people kind of all over the world, how to shift their mindset, to be able to manifest and attract the reality that they have always dreamed of. Um, and I started that actually about five years ago, um, when I was working in corporate and kind of doing the whole commuting back and forth thing and realized how purposeless my life felt Mm. in what I was doing and the work that I was doing in the world. 
And having just had a really challenging upbringing and life and having gone through so much, I felt like I was here for more. And I felt like all of the things that I went through, like there had to be more to life than just getting up and going to a nine to five job and then coming home and doing it all over again. And it's something about that just didn't resonate with me. And uh, I went through some really difficult things about five years ago in the realm of relationship that we'll talk more about um, that inspired me to want to go down this path of self-development and understanding the way the universe works and why I was attracting the things into my life that I was attracting. And that changed my life in such a massive way that I decided that um, I wanted to help everybody that I possibly could to realize that they don't have to stay stuck in victim consciousness and stuck in pain and stuck in these repeating patterns. And so that's sort of where the birth of my business began. And I'm just in, in love with what I do every single day. Yes. I love that so much. And I think you know, relationship is such a beautiful pathway for so many people into this, right? Oh my <laughs> gosh. It's like personal development, you know, you get out of a relationship and it's like, what just happened <laughs> in my <laughs> life, right? Like, I've got to figure this out. I've got to, you know, I've got to make some changes here. And so I love that you brought that up because today we are really kind of diving into your recent, you know, transformation through relationship. And so this is something that I guess kind of started about five years ago, but recently you were a part of the Heal Rise Thrive program, which is where we look at all the patterns, all the things, tell them to go away forever (laughs) and come out a very worthy woman who knows her worth, her power, and doesn't put up with that anymore. And so I'd love to even kind of like backtrack, like what was the, the relationships what were your relationships like? And then what was the catalyst for you to, I guess, even take it a step further? Because you guys, Lindsay is an amazing coach. Like she knows the mindset stuff. She knows like all of these amazing things about manifestation and living the life you want. And I've watched her over the years because we met many years ago, actually, at a women's circle that I was holding. And I've watched her over the years manifest this incredible life and do so many amazing things. And yet there was still this relationship issue. And I want you guys to hear that because there's no shame in that. Like we can't have it all figured out. You know, there's certainly like, you're going to be better in some areas and then still have blind spots in other areas where you just might need some more support. Nothing wrong with that. Absolutely. So I'd love for you to kind of share what your relationship journey was, has been like, even, you know, the, the catalyst to your personal growth. And then even since then. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, that's a good point because going through this process of my breakup, um, there was a lot of shame around that having been so publicly in this profession and thinking like, oh God, people are going to think that I don't know what I'm doing, or I don't have this figured out. And I had to go through a lot of like, look, you're a human being. And this is just a sector of my life that I have not quite yet mastered. You know, even Oprah, she struggled with her body image and she's like, (laughs) you know, so we all have the thing. And I really had to just give myself grace because relationships was not my, I was never taught. I wasn't brought up in um, a home where there was a loving mother and father, and I was never modeled what a healthy relationship looked like. So even at a young age, I remember I had my first boyfriend at 15 and I was starving to be loved. Like I just wanted to know what that felt like to be loved because I had never really known what that was. I didn't know what it looked like. So I was constantly reaching and um, I would go for these guys that were emotionally unavailable, very, very masculine, very aggressive, um, non-committal. And it was like a constant, like, if I could just get him to love me, if I could just get him to choose me and to see my value, then I'm going to be enough. Then I'm going to be worthy. 
So that kind of was the pattern, even going through like high school and college, it was just always the same sort of unavailable, really aloof guy that didn't want to commit that would cheat on me. And, um, the one that really changed my entire trajectory of life, um, like you said, it was about five years ago. And this particular relationship was toxic on every level, emotionally, physically, spiritually, mentally, I mean, physically everything. And I just remember being at this point where I was driving home from work one day and the pain that I was feeling in my body and in my mind and my soul, it brought me to the point of like, I just want to drive my car into a tree and just be done with this because Mm -hmm. I clearly have no purpose. I am not lovable. Nobody ever chooses me. I'm just worthless. Like I was like right at that point. And, um, something just switched for me. It was like, there's something more out there but you've got to be willing to like leave this and let go. And, uh, it, it got to the point where it was, it was pretty physically abusive. And I realized like, if I don't get out of this, I'm, I'm going to die. Like, this is, I, I can't stay in this. So I made the choice to exit that relationship. Um, and that is when I started like literally YouTubing everything that I possibly could. Like, why do I attract men like this? What is wrong with me? Um, why are these patterns presenting themselves? And, um, that's sort of when the healing began for me, I went through about three years of really deep inner work to understand myself and reprogram myself and change the way that I was thinking. And I did a lot of work on myself to the point where I was like, I feel good. Like I feel really good. And I lived in LA at the time. Um, and I decided that I wanted to move out to Nashville, Tennessee, just try something new and got a house out there. And literally it was about a month before I was moving and leaving Nashville. I met this guy who reached out to me on my DMS and Instagram, and he was interested in learning more about coaching from me. And so we met at a Starbucks and I immediately just felt this instant connection with him. I was like, Whoa, this is, this is wild. Like I've lived in LA all these years. And of course I meet the guy that I've been looking for right before I'm leaving. Mm. And it just felt so like kismet. I was like, Oh my God, this is amazing. Well, we ended up clicking, falling really fast, really quickly. He quit his job and he moved out to Nashville, Tennessee to be with me. He moved in with me and it was just like a whirlwind of like, oh my God, this is everything I've always wanted. I've manifested the guy of my dreams. This is incredible. He loves me so much. And within six months, it was like, I was in a relationship with someone totally different. And that's when all the cracks begin to show. And I recognized oh, fuck, I'm back in the same experience again. How did I get here? Right. And that's so interesting, right? Because we, you've done the work, you've done so much shifting, changing, and you feel so good. And then here comes this person and that instant connection chemistry. This is why I always say, watch out for that instantaneous chemistry, because this is your subconscious going ding, ding, ding. Like this is, this is like mom, this is like dad, this is hitting up on those wounds. I still haven't healed. Now it's interesting because even at that point you felt like you had done a lot of the healing work, right? Yeah. But relationships are, are our biggest mirrors to what it is that is still within us. And this is interesting because like nowadays, I don't even see relationships as like a failure or not. Right. It's just like, if we can stop looking at relationships, like this was a failure or, you know, this didn't work out. It's like, well, what was it here showing me? What was it teaching me? And can I grow from this? Can I learn from this? And you, you know, you're a woman who's on a mission to live an incredible life in all areas, which is why for you, 
you can, you know, be in that relationship and then go, okay, well, this isn't how it's going to be anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. But I do want to talk about this. Cause that was about six months in that you realized, okay, something's not right here, but you stayed in the relationship quite a bit longer than that mm-hmm. a year. Right. So what was that like for you? Oh God, it was such a push pull dynamic that now just going through heal, rise and thrive. I realized that it was a trauma bond. Like I realized that what was going on, the dynamic between us, it felt so familiar that I like, I couldn't see out of it. My friend called it. Uh, she was like, yeah, you were in the love bubble. It's like, you couldn't see outside of the, whatever chemical response was going on in your body. Right. And it felt like the moments that I, he, like everything was good and we were in a good spot. It was so intoxicating that I was like, oh, the lows, I can deal with those because the high is so good. And when we're connected, yeah. it's so good. And when he loves me, I feel so amazing. But then it, it was the pull, the pull away where he would stonewall me. And like, then the anger and, and all the aggression would start to come out of the name calling. And, and it, it was, it was almost like an addiction in a exactly. way. Yeah. And especially being in such a public eye of what I'm doing, I was like, there's no way I can leave this because then what are people going to think about me? Yeah. So I was like, I've got to figure this out. I've got to make this work. And, and, you know, he did a really good job of convincing me that I was the problem. And so I, in my mind, I'm like, I've got more work to do. Clearly like this individual is showing me where I'm still falling short. So I need to figure out how to fix myself. I need to figure out how to communicate better. And it was, oh, it always felt like it was my fault. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a really important point because I think sometimes, and I've certainly seen this in a lot of women that I've worked with is if you're very into personal development, you're very into growth, you can, you know, be manipulated in that because the other person is like, okay, can, you know, they plant the seeds of doubt. They're very good with, you know, the blame shifting. And if you, you know, how, you know, that that's happening in your relationship is essentially you walk into a conversation. You're very clear that something you have an issue with something you have an issue with something you're presenting it in whatever way you're presenting it. It doesn't matter if you have the greatest communication skills in the world, but you're presenting it a certain way. And then you walk away from that conversation feeling like it's my fault. That is blame shifting. And that is a manipulation tactic. And it happens, you know, so seamlessly that you don't even really realize it. And if you are the type of person that is super into that personal growth and into you, you might look at it and go, Oh, wait a second. Like, yeah, I could be doing this better because maybe it is the truth. Maybe you can be doing things better. Right. So, and then it's a lot easier to fall into that trap further and further and further. And then, you know, you do have the public aspect of the, you know, what will people think of me? And even women that are not in the public light, like you are, they still feel that way. You Mm -hmm. know, what are my friends going to say? What's my family going to think? What's this person going to think? And it's crazy how we let our lives be dictated by what are people going to think of me? Mm -hmm. Right. Yep. And I think it's amazing that you uh, finally got over that (laughs) because now you get to use that for helping other people and, and growth and being like, yeah, it can look a certain way, but it's, it's more about being truthful and that's going to take us so much further in life. And I'm sure since coming out with the truth about that, you probably feel a whole lot better with yourself internally. Oh my God. Yeah. Cause I would, it, it's interesting how it would work. Cause we would get into these really explosive arguments and it would just be like, Oh my God, are we even going to stay together? Like, and we were engaged. 
you know? So, right. And, and the same day he would post a video expressing how deeply in love with me he was and how, you know, passionate he was and he couldn't wait to spend the rest of his life with me. And that was like on the coattails of, you know, calling me names and saying, he didn't know if he wanted to be with me anymore. Uh, and it was such a mind fuckery. Oh yeah. I was like, what is actually happening? And I felt like such a fraud because people were seeing our relationship and thinking that we had it all together and it was just so loving and beautiful. And I'm falling asleep at night, crying my eyes out going, what am I doing? Like, why is this happening to me? And I, and I didn't know how to get out of it. It was, it felt stuck. So what was the turning point for you in the relationship where you were finally able to end it, get out of it, and then, you know, move forward, move forward. So I was, it was Christmas time and uh, I went home and I visited my family and I went about a week before he came out to visit. He drove out there to, to spend Christmas with us. And my mom has been dealing with a lot of health issues. So it was a very heavy energy. Like I was in just dealing with a lot of emotions around that. Well, when he got there, he was happy, like super excited to be there. Like, and he had a week off to himself. He was, he was just in a high vibe. And when he got there, I was processing, I was in a lot of density of emotions and, uh, he got so irritated with me for the fact that I was having an emotion that was not the emotion he was feeling. And he told me, you bring me down. You're lowering my vibration. I can't believe I even came out here wasting my time. He ruined the whole, our whole Christmas for all of us. Like my family was like, who is this guy? They started to see it. And then when I kind of had space from him, they all sat me down and were like, Lindsay, this is not healthy for you. And uh, hearing it from them made me realize like, I got it. I've got to get out of this. So when I got home, I put some space between us and I was just kind of like, Hey, I need to think about things. We need to think about things. And so we kind of slept in separate bedrooms for a week or so. I came back to the conversation with him about a week later and was like, Hey, um, I want to work through this free with uh, like together. Maybe we could see a, a therapist, you know, maybe we could talk to somebody. And he was like, I am not going to a therapist. I don't want to do this anymore. I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm out. And basically he was the one to take the control of ending the relationship and said, he didn't want to be with me anymore. And uh, that was difficult for me because I was still willing to invest and try to figure it out and make it work. But he wanted to bolt. And it was literally like a week later, he booked a flight back to California. The relationship ended and uh, he had moved on to another woman like that, like instantaneous. So it's, I had to struggle with it a bit because I knew I wanted to leave, but at the same time, I didn't want to give up. And so I have a little bit of like regret around even wanting to approach it in that way of wanting to work on it. Um, but I'm so incredibly grateful for him leaving my life and exiting in that way, because that's how I needed him to go. I don't know that I would have been strong enough in that moment to do it for myself. Yeah. And that's such a interesting dynamic. And I think so many women that are listening to this can relate to that. Right. I know for me, certainly in my own relationship, uh, that really was a catalyst for everything that I do now and, and all of the work that I went through, it had to get so bad to the point where I literally was like, I cannot take this anymore. And almost like the feeling that you had in the last relationship of like, if I stay in this, I'm going to die. And that was the feeling that I had. That was like the pushing point for me. And, And it's crazy because we get so involved in 
And when you really understand neurochemically what's happening, you're like, okay, it makes sense. But in the moment, and if you don't understand what was happening, it really feels like, how could I do this? How could I? And that's where that blame and shame comes in. Mm -hmm. And this is why I think it's so important to work through it and really do the healing work after a relationship like that. Because if you stay in that place of blaming yourself and shaming yourself, well, you're probably really likely to get on another relationship. That's like that because blame and shame are very low vibrations. And if you are blaming and shaming yourself, you are not liking yourself. You certainly aren't loving yourself. So how are you going to attract, um, somebody who's on that level of liking you and loving you? And it's really so much about ourselves. And what I love about what happened after that though, Lindsay was like, you, you got on the phone with me. You're like, <laughs> I need I, need I am help. done. <laughs> <laughs> so what was that decision like for you? So he leaves and you weren't like, I got to get him back. I got to do this. You were just like, okay, no, that's it. Yeah. Which I, in retrospect, I look back and I was like, God, that is tremendous growth because old me would have been like going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And with that relationship, I was done. I was like, the second he walked out of my house, I had already made the decision. I was like, I don't care how bad you want him, how bad it hurts. We are not going back. I deleted his number. I blocked everything. And I was like, I am moving forward. And I did, I learned from that past relationship that I had gone back and forth with that. I was not doing that again. And, um, I just had this, this feeling in me that I was like, this is it, Lindsay, we're not doing this anymore. And you immediately popped into my mind just from like seeing the work that you had, had done and what I know what you had gone through. And I was just like, I, I need, I need to stop this. I can't do this anymore. I don't want to do this anymore. I was so desperate to just get out of that cycle. And I didn't care what it took. I was like, I am going to do this and I'm going all in and I will not tolerate this ever again. I will not be with someone like this going forward. I don't care if I have to be single and alone for the rest of my life. I will not go through this again. So I knew I had to take the initiative to give myself the tools to stop the cycle. And that's when I just was like, no, we're doing this. We're in. And it changed my life. Yeah. And I think that's the, the most important thing. That's what you said about making the decision, you know, because it's one thing to go, I, you know, I, I know I shouldn't have this anymore. I know I should be this way. I know I should. And, and or saying absolutely fucking not. Yeah, absolutely fucking not. This changes now. And what I love about how you approached the work that we did together too, was you were all in from day one. You're like, no, I'm taking, I'm watching every video. I'm doing every workbook. I'm doing all the exercises. Like I'm not, and that's what it takes. Right. And I say this to people all the time that want to come into heal, rise, thrive. It's like this program works. If you work it, I'm not a magician. I can't magically change your subconscious. I can't magically shift your nervous system. You have to do it. I can give yeah. you all the tools. I can give you the guidance. Like so many tools and guidance, but if you're not willing to step into them, you're not going to get the benefit. So you took this program, like, like it was like a mission, right? <laughs> like, it was. <laughs> and I loved that energy that you brought. And so let's talk about the, what your experience was like inside of Heal, Rise, Thrive. Oh God, it was epically life-changing. Like the information that you provided, just even about the nervous system, about trauma bonding, about really helping me to understand without shaming myself or blaming myself, exactly why I was in those types of experiences, having that wisdom and knowledge. It's like, you almost have this release and relief just in the knowing that, oh yeah, of course I would attract these experiences because 
I was, I went through a lot of shit growing up and I never knew what, how to like feel worthy or deserving. So it was a wealth of information that unlocked a door for me and really helped me to understand myself at a deeper level and doing the hypnosis and even the breath work. Like you saw me when we were doing the holotropic breath work, the, the amount of trauma that released from my body and the subsequent like relief that I felt the following days after that, it was like my nervous system felt so much more regulated. I felt so much more at peace. I felt so much more expanded and trusting of myself and comfortable in my body. It was like sensations I had never really felt before and the boundary setting and all of that. Like it just, it really did. I feel like I stepped into a whole new version of myself to the point at which I looked at the old self and I was like, why did you ever put up with that shit? You know? (laughs) like what and one of the things that stood out to me the most in working with you was like it's a fucking privilege to be with me yes when we started talking about that I was like oh yeah it really is a privilege to be with me and I do have a lot to offer like you know that exercise of realizing like what I do have to offer somebody and and really embodying that and feeling that wholeheartedly it's it's shifted everything my entire perspective and I think the thing that I really, really appreciate from that too, is the fact that I can look back on the relationship I had with him and I feel nothing but compassion for him and the level of pain that he caused me is because of the pain that he had experienced. But at the same time, it's like, I can completely detach from that. And I don't feel any animosity or resentment or revenge or any of those feelings I'd felt in the past. I don't feel any of that. I feel set set free. And that was two months two months, I moved through that because of this work. Whereas before it had taken me two years. So it was exponential. Yeah. That's incredible. I love that so much. I even have chills right now because it's what I want for everybody is to feel that freedom, Mm -hmm. the freedom of, I went through this thing, but it doesn't define me. I don't have to hold on to it. And I don't have to hold anger in my heart about it. You know, I can look at it and think to myself, like, it doesn't make him a good person. You know, I'm not like, oh, I forgive you. You're a great person. Like, let's be friends. No, hell no, (laughs) no, it's, I can look at this and say, wow, you really, really hurt me. I, I don't have to like you. I certainly don't need to you don't get to be in my energy. Cause again, that's a privilege and I can have compassion for you because I know if you hurt me that much, your insides, I do not want to spend a day there. I do not want to spend a day there living inside of, you know, your, your mind, your body. And that I think when you can get there really does give you that internal sense of peace. And, you know, I think throughout the program as well, you were able to let go of the idea that, you know, how these other people were treating you had anything to do with you. Yeah. 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 And especially as a manifestation coach, right. It's like, you're, well, you attract what you are. And I'd really had to battle with that concept of like, I am attracting this version of them from them. So therefore there's something wrong with me. Mm -hmm. And I was like stuck in that cycle of like, well, this is a me thing. There's something wrong with me. And you really helped me to navigate that in a way that was, you know, not about blaming, but just understanding like why, why these people were gravitating towards me. And I think the other thing that was really helpful too, was learning how to say no like the exercise that we did where we're just like, like saying no. Mm -hmm. I always felt like 
I couldn't say no because I didn't want to hurt someone's feelings. I didn't want to upset them. I didn't want to, I didn't want want them to think I was a bitch. Yeah. So I would just say, yes. Oh, you want my phone number? Yeah, sure. You want to take, yeah. Even though everything in me was like, no, I don't want this or no, (laughs) you can't touch me. No, you can't just kiss me out of nowhere. Like that. I just never really felt empowered to be able to say no. And that, that was a really big turning point for me too. Yeah. That's so huge because it's, it's everything saying no. And and we talk about this in the program saying no is really like kind actually mm-hmm. like, you know, we have this idea of wanting to be nice. We want to be nice. We don't want to be nice, but being nice isn't always being kind. They're two very different things. And if you're constantly saying yes on things you want to say no, and you don't have boundaries, that's again, another open door for people to come in and mistreat you because you don't want to be mean or, (laughs) you know, all of these stories that we have about what it means to really be our own, Mm. like to really be our own, contain our own energy and be, you know, happy with that and proud enough with that. And I think so much of it too, is about really stepping into your full identity, you know, And I love what I witnessed about you too. And I think it's important to know, it's not like every week you felt great in the program, right? Like there was, it wasn't like you got out of this and then you went through the program and you were like, yay, everything is so good. (laughs) Cause there were certainly some weeks where you show up and you're like, I am, you know, I'm feeling all the feels I'm, and I'd love if you could talk about what that process was like, even for you with the ups and downs in the program while you're still doing the work, because I don't, you know you can't expect to come into a program like this where we're digging up deep stuff and really going through it that you're going to feel great all the time. Yeah. Oh God. No. I mean, it was definitely an emotional roller coaster. It was like, a all this stuff just coming to the surface of of emotion. And ironically enough, when I was going through this, it was January. It was like the middle of the winter in Nashville. And I couldn't leave my house because it was freezing cold and it was gloomy and rainy every day. And the weather was matching my mood. And I was just inside my house and sitting with it. I was just full on sitting with it. And even though I had the tools, I still caught myself in a fetal position at times crying on the floor and just like, like guttural tears. And it's like, it was moving out of my body and I would have good moments. And then I would, I would relapse and I would look at his Instagram or I would check out his TikTok and I would be spiraled into thinking about it again. And the pain would be initiated. And it was just kind of like, Yeah. And I think what helped me too a lot is just the knowing that there were other women in the program that were also going through the same experience. So I wasn't alone and having that support of just being able to, you know, connect in the Voxer chat and say, Hey, I don't know about you guys, but I'm feeling like shit today. And I was re-triggered and I'm thinking about him and, and to have them go, I was having the same feeling today. They're the same thoughts and the same emotions. And you're like, okay, I'm not alone in this. I'm not crazy. Like it, it is a process and you have to really trust the process and you have to be willing to lean into the discomfort and allow yourself to really fully feel everything that you're feeling and to commit to it, like just really commit to it. And when you want to run away, you run into it and you go deeper into it. And that, I think that really is how I was able to move through it so quickly is just being fully in it in the whole yeah. process. Yeah. And that's the thing. You can't back down from it. Right. Because so much of it is like, it's, it's very confronting, mm-hmm. but I will say like, you know, I don't even really do a lot of one-on-one coaching anymore because I love the group aspect so much. 
And I think it is imperative if you are somebody who is healing from toxic relationships, narcissistic relationships, that you get into a group of women that you can relate to. Because what you will find is, you know, women all over the world, all different backgrounds, all different races feel the same, feel the same. And there's something so comforting about that just to, just to know, oh, it's okay to have these thoughts. It's okay to be going through this. It's okay to feel great one day and then cry the next. Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong with me because of it. And you know what? I'm still able to receive love in this state. And I think that's also one of the most important aspects is you receive a space where no matter how you show up, we're just going to love on you. (laughs) Nobody's going to be like, oh, you're so stupid. You did this or you did, how could you? Because sometimes, you know, our friends as well-meaning as they may be, if they have not experienced something like this, if they have not themselves been in a cycle like this and really understand what a mind fuck it is and how hard it really is to, to get out of it when you're in it. If they don't get that and they see you during doing certain behaviors, they're like, what's wrong with you? You know? And that makes, then it triggers that internal sense of shame. And that is, that's going to perpetuate the cycle. Right. So it's so important that you get yourself into a space of healing, a space of other women that you can relate to and go, okay, yes. Because we all just want to be seen and heard. Mm-hmm. God, yeah. And that was really, I think, one of the most healing things about the whole experience was literally just every week getting to share what I was going through and getting to be really vulnerable. Like, even though I didn't know, like, know these women, each one of them just like held space and listened and understood and related. And it was just, I think that in and of itself is incredibly healing, incredibly healing. So I'm, I'm so grateful for the entire experience that we had together. Like it really did alter my life. And not only that, but I'm able to take those tools now and use them with the people that I work with and the clients. And I know that I've had to go through such challenging experiences in relationships because to some degree, I do feel that this is part of my purpose as well. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think our purpose is, is where our greatest struggle can turn into our greatest purpose. Right. And that's, that's such a beautiful part of the process. So what, what do you feel like is the biggest shift, like with where you are now compared to where you were like just energy wise or thought wise, or, you know, where you feel like, okay, it shifted your life, but in what ways? God, I feel incredibly more just empowered. Like, I feel like I went from looking for like waiting for this person to come in the relationship to come in and all of that to being like, fuck it. I'm going to be happy now. I'm going to live my life. Yes. For me. <laughs> I'm going to do what makes me happy. I'm going to date myself. Everything that I think I need somebody else to give me, I'm done. And I'm going to give that to myself and I'm not waiting. And I'm not going to sit here and go, Oh, my life's going to be so great. When this guy arrives, like, fuck that. My life is great now. And I get to live it now in this moment. And I get to experience the fullness of it. And the, the level of love and respect that I have for myself now is like night and day. Like I thought I was in a place of really loving myself and was like, oh yeah, I'm not ever going to tolerate being mistreated again. Now I fucking know. Like, I'm like, <laughs> no, like as soon as I see something that comes up or that pops up in somebody that I'm like, you're not available. I'm no longer going to chase you. I'm no longer going to prove myself to you. I am no longer going to beg you to stay or run after you. Like 
now I really truly do re recognize the value that I have, that I bring to the table, that I have to offer. And I'm at a place where I'm like, you have to, you have to come in and add to this because I've created this incredible life for myself. And if you're going to participate in it, you have to bring something to the table. And there's just a level of like, it's like, a, like this queen energy that I feel really tapped into and unapologetically myself. And even yesterday I was out on a bike ride and I remember like years ago when I lived here, I would always be conscious of like, oh, is that person looking at me? Or did that guy look at me? Do I look cute? And none of that. I, I felt this like, don't give a fuck energy. And it, it felt so, so good, like really, really good. And um, I think that is slowly infiltrating, not just the relationship area of my life, but my business now and the friendships that I have and the things that I'm available for, and I'm not going to tolerate. I truly feel like I've stepped into an alternate reality um, and identity of, of who yes. I am yes. in the best possible way. I love that so much. And, you know, on the outside, you're absolutely glowing. Like you can feel your happiness. You know, you can feel like just, it's just an overall like contentness. Yeah. Is that even a word? That's the, that's the feeling. I'm just so content. <laughs> yeah. Like, eh, I don't, I mean, of course there's a desire there to have a relationship with someone and to share my life with someone. But at the same time, I used to be like waiting for that to be able to experience life. And now yeah. I'm like, no, I just get to experience life right. and enjoy it. And that's the thing too, because the more that you enjoy the fuck out of your life, you live your life for you doing the things that light you up, that make you feel really, really good. Uh, you're going to attract somebody in your life who is on that level with you. Right. And it's such a different and right. It's such a different energy, you know, I, and I talk about this sometimes with my clients, like, you know, if you're going on a date with somebody and you're in your energy of like, is this person going to be the one for me? Are they going to, you know, are they going to do this? Are we going to, and, and you're in this sort of like needy energy of like, I need somebody, I need this in my life. That is so different than sitting there fully content and happy with your life. Does this person add to my life? Does this person work with my life? Does this person enhance all of the amazingness I already have? Those are two polar opposites. Yeah. And I mean, you're going to find out what happens when you, when you stay in the queen, when you stay in the, oh yeah, this is my life and you're lucky to be in it. Yes. You know, and I want to say this too. It's not like a, you're lucky to be in it. I'm above you, but it's, if it's the right person, we're both lucky. Exactly. That's the magic. Yes. We're a match. Right. We're a match. And I do, like, I notice sometimes there's that toxic femininity, fem femininity too, where you can be like, oh, like, I want you to dote on me and like be the king. And it has to go both ways. You know, you, you have to be able to give each other that energy exchange too. So I'm, I, I, yeah, I just feel so excited about whatever's coming and so detached from needing anything to happen, but just being excited about all the things that life has to offer now, whereas I didn't feel that before. It's so beautiful. Um, I'm so happy for you. I'm so grateful that you decided to trust me with something really so sacred. You know, I take this work very seriously because it's very deep. It's very vulnerable. And thank you. I'm grateful that you, you know, showed up that you've really gave it your all and that you've had this beautiful experience. I'm grateful that I've been able to help you through it. Um, is there anything else that you want to share with maybe somebody who's like out there, like, Oh, should I take this program? Is it, you know, 
what, what about working with Kelly or anything that you want to share? Oh my gosh. I mean, just from the moment that we got on the calls, you're, you show up in full presence with just like an open heart and the way that you led the entire group. It's like, I've never seen somebody create a container like that and hold space the way that you did. And to, it's like, you always knew what to say. You always knew how to guide us. You always knew how to lead us in the most beautiful way. And if I would, I would take this program over and over again. In fact, I will continue to do the work and go through it over and over again, because it is that been that impactful on my life. And if anyone is out there stuck in this pattern of attracting these type of relationships into their life that are not fulfilling or that are hurting you or that are not what you desire within the, those six weeks that we were together was six weeks, eight weeks, eight weeks, within eight weeks you're together. I can confidently say that I am an entirely different person. And I would recommend this to anybody and everyone, number one, because it's going to change you. But number two, that in the changing of you, we're also altering the entire world. You know, every single one that when we change and we take responsibility for the way that we're showing up and what we're attracting in our lives and we do this work and we commit to it, it affects everybody. So I'm a huge advocate for this. And I think everybody should, every woman should have the ability to go through this, to learn this, to have these tools, to be able to live her best life. So I think you're incredible what you have brought into the world and created and allowed to birth through you from your experiences is just amazing. And I'm just so grateful for you too, and the way that you show up and what you're doing in the world and the way that your, your heart, like it's so felt the compassion that you have for us. And yeah, I, I I love you so much. Thank you, Lindsay. I love you too. And you deserve the best, absolute best tops, like the most epic love, the most epic life, everything. And I'm so happy that we got to have this conversation here. Thank you. Me too. All right, ladies. Well, that's going to be it for us today. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved the episode, please do me a favor and follow Lindsay. She is at the quantum blonde. I will link her up in the show notes for you, but she's an absolutely incredible mindset manifestation coach and just has the best energy. (laughs) So you absolutely have to check her out. And if you liked this episode and you want to share it with somebody else that you think needs to hear this, please do. It helps us so much. Of course, if you're listening, take a screenshot. You can tag me on Instagram at Miss Kelly Kristen at the quantum blonde and, you know, let us know what was the breakthrough moment for you. I love you guys so much. I'll talk to you soon.